Hey, Coop, how's it going? Now, I know this is out of your comfort zone, Larry. I know. But I want to talk to you about your past training history, about a little bit about you. You can throw in some rugby stuff in there. But I've talked to you year in and year out, and you come in behind me, and I'm talking to clients with great tidbits of information. And nobody on the planet knows how much you truly know in the dog world, okay? And how much you truly done. So it's yeah. a time that I need to talk to you and let your information that you have be shared. Okay, tell me a little bit how you got into dogs. Well, so I got married kind of late in life and my wife wanted a giant schnauzer all her life. And we got a giant schnauzer and the breeder kind of sent us to learn a little bit about protection work and shits. Okay. And first time I caught a dog was a hundred pound Rottweiler and it was the most fun I had had since I played rugby. So catching the dog was what that sparked the interest of? Catching the dog was what sparked the interest. Okay. And after that I went pretty much balls to the walls on learning all I could on how to train protection dogs and Schutzen is actually a triathlon. Yeah. So it's not just protection. It's, Which most people think it's just protection. It's just protection, yeah. but it's not. It, it's a triathlon. We teach search or, or ground disturbance tracking, yep. right? Which is totally different than a lot of tracking. It's not necessarily ascent as much as every time you step on the ground, you kill stuff, yep. microbes, and that has a decay. And it goes up for 20 minutes, the scent grows, and then it's a real slow cut down. And what we do is we teach them at first at the real hot scent, but then you start aging the scents and you get to FCI tracks. They're five hours old, there's, they're a mile and a half, there's nine corners, there's three cross tracks, and you have to go over four different types of surfaces. So it's a, a pretty hard thing to do. But it takes a lot of work and a lot of stomping on the ground. Now, we teach that totally different than most people teach tracking for their animals. Because yep. um, what we want is we want that footstep to footstep. And when you're doing an animal, you're just dragging something. We're putting food constantly. You guys don't use so much food on uh, when you're setting your traps. Well, tra 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 tracking, it's a lot of the tracking stuff that you're hearing nowadays is... Uh, people are getting into uh, dot cadaver, deer cadaver type right. tracking. Um, you're looking at isolated tracking, but true tracking types of like uh, runaway, like uh, criminal apprehension. You're talking step tracking. You're talking item searches, single item searches, uh, sweat drop searches, uh, that kind of thing. So you're you're more on the Schutz and Ring Sport type right. side of. Well, the Ring Sport doesn't do any tracking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they do a scent identification. So yes, they do. So. But all, the, all those scent identification markers have similar training aspirations. Right, right. But when it comes to the, the knowledge that you gained in just working Schutzen, from the obedience side, what do you, I mean, what, how did that benefit you and all the other stuff? That, I mean, because right now you're, you're a handler, you show dogs. You, you've shown um, giant schnellers and you, you became a great groomer in doing that. You have taken uh, bull terriers and done a lot of winning and... and gone to nationals and, and experienced that. You have uh, junior handlers that you've broken into the junior handler world and gave them a, a positive life in doing so. So 
tell me a little bit about like how the obedience has worked for you in order to get well, you doing these things. So my obedience, I'm not as, as good as obedience as I should be. I, my big thing was always being able to read the dog when the dog needs a bite and give it its reward that way. But yeah, you do the same thing when you're doing obedience. What you're doing is you're trying to mark your behaviors, what you want, and then using positive reinforcement, we give treats. Yep, yep. But we always use a marker word because if you don't use a marker word, then the dog's just getting fed for nothing. Right. So we, we marked our, our behaviors and then we reward them for it. And it works pretty much with everything. With our junior handler, it's worked with her very well because she's learned now Every time she goes out, she doesn't win. Right. Right? But when she does win, it makes it that much more special. So now that you use, do you use your, is your dog world your entertainment or your existence? My entertainment. Yeah. yeah. It's not my existence yet. <laughs> but, but, you know, so we were talking, you know, as we were doing the game for a thing, how when people come up, it's like old home week. Right. And you see some of the same people over and over again. Or you see new people that you see from different venues that don't know that you do this type of thing. And that exposure is beneficial. So right. from, from the, the, the working world to now, do you think you have a number of how many people that you've worked with or have crossed your path? Oh, hundreds of people. Yeah. Hundreds of hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, the working world... I didn't have as much as I have through the show world, yeah. um, but the venues are a lot smaller. You're only you're working with small groups, but you know I've had seminar after seminar with top trainers all over the country. I would go spend weeks at these people's places with my schnauzers to learn from them. Why? Well, because I wanted higher points and I wanted my dogs to do well. Yeah. Right, which is so you did it was the, all the competition. I'm, you did I'm the, a very competitive guy. You did the so you did the preparation that it took in order to be successful. I want people oh, to yeah. hear that because most people don't realize that when you walk up to a show ring, ring sport, or no, no, no Schutzen location, Any, anything with the dog, you is, have done some preparation. Like when we did the the clinic for nose work out in Chicago. Right. Nobody knows in our circle that we were there. No. Okay. Nobody knows that we were there. We had more knowledge than the person that was teaching us the information, but we were pretenders like we knew nothing. Right. Okay. But nobody knows that how much just uh, education that we choose to go to just to have the knowledge. Well, exactly. I mean, people don't care that you went and got all this knowledge, but they want to get that knowledge from you. For free. For free. <laughs> exactly. But... When I was training and being the training director of a club, there was plenty of times that I would tell these people how to train their dog and how to train their dog and how to train their dog. The same thing over and over again, but it wasn't until they went and spent $300 to do some with some other trainer who's supposed to be super trainer or whatever. And it was the same guy that I was at the year before, and it was all the same information that I was giving them, but until he told them... No, until he charged them for it. Well, until he charged them for it, yep. See, I, it I, wasn't that big a thing. I've learned that, that, and part of one of the reasons why I like to have this conversation with you 
is because you need to start charging for the information that you have. Because the even whether it be a donut, a sandwich, or otherwise, or this comment of give me something because you have more knowledge than you think. Right. Okay? And so what happens is people suck you dry. Yeah. But part of it part of that comes from when I started trading. Yeah. Because information was like pulling teeth. With the group that I started with, to get information on how to really train my dog was pulling teeth. You know, but they, I asked they weren't very open about it. Why is that though? I mean, that, that that's across the board. Anyways, like if you, if you become some, make somebody good, they become your competition. But then, if you don't charge them, you can't get them to progress further. I, I, it, it's like a catch twenty two. Yeah, uh, there's no real good answer to that. Yeah, question. that that's a tough one because, I mean, there there has been a few guys that give you a lot of information, but most of them are are pretty tight lip about stuff. Well, see, like how we met. I had no problem in giving you information. Right. Why? Because you took the information, acted upon it, and tried to make things better. Okay? And over the and those were always the kind of people I like to train with. Right. <laughs> and, and over the years, you tell me stuff, I'll be standing in the ring, I'll come out and you'll say, you did not do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, thank you. I either needed the reminder, forgot to do it, didn't know how to do it, let's, let's make it better. So right. that working relationship has, I mean, how many years have we been doing this together? Well, was it still, the two, is it 2000s or is 2004, it 2004, I think we started the Schnauzers. 2004? In the show, yeah, in the so, Oh, good lot, good Lord. That's it's 19 years. Yeah, 19. Going on 20 next going on year. 20. So, but just think of all the water that we've had under the bridge, okay? Oh, yeah. And all this, uh, and another reason why I want to do the interview is one, to say thank you. All the stuff that you've done for me to make me better. Yeah, but it's not half as what you've done for me to make me better. It's not about me. <laughs> well, it's not about me either. I mean, See, just like just like trying to pull teeth out of you to get an interview. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I like to be on camera is either with a fish in my hand or my dog on the podium. Yeah, this, this time it's for you. This time it's about you. No, but good. So, what are what are your goals with your new puppies? No, well, first of all, let's back up. You have new puppies to show. What are your goals? Well, besides championing them, um, I want to grand champion their mom still. Yeah. Um, champion them, uh, do some performance things. Uh, my champion girl, the Tootie, I mean, I'm getting her into Fast Cat. I did the lure coursing up here and she just loved it. Um, gonna do some other things with her. She likes barn hunting, she likes rat. I wish you could do more rat killing at barn hunt instead of just finding them. But She'd have a lot more fun with that. Um, we also do action dog with our dogs, okay. um, which is find the five things you need most before leaving the house. <laughs> um, you know, which actually is one of the better sports because that you can do at home at any time. And it, it just keeps your dog from being a crazy animal because yeah. it gives them something to work for. That's good. So for a new person getting into the, the dog world or dog business, or dog showing, handling, or, or even the performance, what would you, what would you tell them? To uh, make sure you have a thick skin. That's a good one. Right, because it ultimately comes down to just somebody's opinion about your dog. Yeah. 
you are going to think you have the prettiest dog, the best looking dog in there. No matter what, that's the way you go in the ring. I have the best dog, I'm going to win. But you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> you go a lot of times without winning. Yeah. And you have professional handlers who have a way of just beating you out no matter what you do. Well, but, you get thrown the quarter body while you're dog. Yeah, I get that. Well, you know, well, I mean, it, it happens. But, but you got to look at it, too. Most of those judges were all professional handlers. Big majority of them. Right? So they're just supporting those professional handlers because they wish somebody had supported them. Sometimes, yeah. You know, so I understand it. Took me a while. Took me a lot of sweating in the ring. <laughs> but that was all nerves. Took me a long time to get over the nerves of showing a dog. And just moving like a showman. Yeah. I was watching in the ring uh, the other day and watching your posture change and how fluent and good it looked. And I like that a boy, Larry. That a boy, Larry. Well, yeah, that's that's. But that's just part of the game to learn. That's part of the game to learn. I mean, I, people go, well, the, person, the judges don't see me. Yeah, they do, because you can either be part of the picture, not part of the picture, or make or make the picture. Or make the picture. Yeah. Well, we, that's like uh, our junior handler. She has a tendency to be over the dog a lot, and that's what we've been working this year on. Is her posture when she's in that ring? I I have her sitting on my lap at times and I make her sit up straight, her back straight, told her there's a string on her head, pulling her spine up so she sits up straight. She's taking that into the ring and she looks fabulous. Nice. Right? And it's all it's all the presentation on that is making you and your dog look beautiful and making you look as a pretty pit whole picture together than just the dog there. Good job, Larry. Thank you. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.